Welcome to Noggin, the Simple Psychology Podcast, where we discuss scientific research in simple and exciting ways that is applicable to everyone. I'm Ben Rasmussen. And I'm McKay Heaton. And we are your hosts. Welcome back, everyone, to Noggin, the Simple Psychology Podcast. Today, in honor of this Thanksgiving season, we are going to be talking about gratitude. So to get us started off today, we have a question for you. So take a few minutes and think about what are some things you're grateful for. So specifically, what are three things you are grateful for? McKay, what are three things you're grateful for? I'm on the hot seat. Um, I am very grateful for a warm home because it is nippy outside. <laughs> it has gotten yeah, nippy. That's a nice one. Very cold. So I'm I'm grateful that I can walk inside and be like, wow, this is warm. <laughs> I don't have to be outside all day. Um I am very grateful for my wife. Allie is awesome and she is very helpful to me, which I I like I appreciate that like some things are hard for me, like uh, you know, emotional stuff. And mm-hmm. she's very patient with me because I'm like a child sometimes. <laughs> Um, and then one more thing that I am grateful for is I am grateful to live in America. It's a very blessed country. So nice. those are three things that I'm very grateful for. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. Three things I'm grateful for are first, my wife, Becca is amazing. She's a great support to me, my BFF. Another thing I'm grateful for is my family, especially this week, my younger brother, just returned home from his church mission to California. So it's been great to see him and the rest of my brothers came into town. So we don't get to be together very often anymore, which is, so it's really fun to see them when we all come into town. And the third thing I'm really grateful for is the opportunity to receive an education. That is something that I have really enjoyed. I've been reflecting on that a lot since I'm finishing up my last semester of my undergrad. And yeah, I'm really grateful for all of the years of education that I've been able to get. Today, we're going to be talking about the benefits of being grateful. So we have a couple of papers today to look at the scientific benefits of gratitude, of practicing gratitude, and of being grateful. So, McKay, do you want to kick us off? Yes, I do. This study was published in 2003 called Counting Blessings Versus Burdens. An Experimental Investigation of Gratitude and Subjective Well-Being in Daily Life. It was published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, and the authors are Emmons and McCullough. This study is pretty cool, so it starts, there are like three studies inside of this study, and I'll go through each of them because they're all pretty similar, but they tell different things. So, 200 college students were assigned to three different groups. One group listed five things they were grateful for each week for 10 weeks. The second group listed five things that irritated them each week for 10 weeks. And then (laughs) the third group listed five things that happened to them each week for 10 weeks. So So kind of like a a positive group, a negative group, and then a neutral group, it sounds like. Exactly. Yeah. So the neutral group, they actually rated their responses if they were positive or negative, you know, Mm, like based on what they focused on, they looked a little into that. But yeah, they counted them as like kind of the neutral group, not necessarily like a legit control, but just a neutral group. Mm, Okay. And then each week, Along with listing five things about their week, you know, grateful or irritated or neutral, they also filled out forms measuring their moods. So how sad, angry, disappointed, hostile, energetic, hopeful, etc. they were that week. And then what physical symptoms they experienced that week. For example, like sore throat, cough, fatigue, chest pain, mm-hmm. 
whatever. And then also how they reacted to people giving them help. So they said like, hey, think of a situation where someone helped you. Now, how did you react? Mm -hmm. And then they would write about how they reacted. And then the last thing they filled out a survey on is how they felt about their life as a whole. So general life satisfaction. Those in the gratitude condition, they reported greater life satisfaction overall. That's what they found. They also experienced significantly less physical symptoms than the control, well, the, you know, the neutral group and then the negative group. And they also surprisingly exercised on average an hour and a half more per week than the other two groups. Hmm, that's, that's really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they just got exercisers in the group. I don't know. <laughs> but the moods of the gratitude condition did not change significantly. So the affect was about the same for everyone, mm -hmm. but life satisfaction as well as physical symptoms decreased in the gratitude group. Wow. So the researchers were like, hmm, that's interesting. So they did it again. But this time they, they switched a few things and then they found a few different results. So second study was done in the exact same way, but they did 14 days of gratitude instead of 10 weeks once a week. It was just 14, boom. Just daily. right in a row. Exactly. And they had the same gratitude and irritant group. So you write, you write five things you're grateful for or irritated by. Mm -hmm. And then the third group was a little different, though. This group wrote about things that they had that other people didn't. For example, you wrote five things like, I have cool Yeezys and Ben doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, so you just write about things that you have that other people don't. Uh-huh. So that was the big difference. They also asked about pro-social behavior in all of the groups, added on top of the you mm -hmm. know, health measures and stuff. But anyways, that's what they asked about. The results of the second study of this big study was that the gratitude group actually experienced more positive moods this time. Oh, okay. Yep. And they were more likely to engage in pro-social behavior or service. But nice. there was no difference in physical symptoms or exercise. Okay, so, so a little bit different than last time. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> flip-flop. Yeah. <laughs> so they found that, and they were like, you know, the researchers were also like still confused. They're like, well, one more study. We'll <laughs> one do more it time again. From the top. <laughs> so this one, they did it on people with neuromuscular diseases instead of just college students in their classes. Neuromuscular diseases are just like, you know, ALS, botulism, et cetera, things like that that have to do with your brain and your muscles. So this time it was three weeks long. So they extended it. So it was 21 days and it was daily. And they had a gratitude condition. They did not have a negative condition, but they did have a control condition. So the control group literally didn't write anything. They just took the measures every day for 21 mm, days. Okay. And so the gratitude condition still wrote five things and then took the measures. They measured mood, physical symptoms, and general life satisfaction this time. So what they found was that the gratitude group experienced more positive moods and life satisfaction, again, like the second study, mm -hmm. but not like the first study, <laughs> but it showed no improvement for the physical symptoms again. <laughs> like the second one, but not like the first. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it, it, this third study replicated the second study a little bit better mm -hmm. than the first study. Okay. So obviously limitations were that the groups weren't very representative of like a normal population. Mm -hmm. But I think the researchers were on to something and they were trying to figure it out and they still don't really know. But all of the things that they found were very positive. Mm -hmm. So what are the drawbacks for me grateful? After I read this paper, I'm like, well, there's like 
They're good things, so you might as well do it. Do we eat, you know? <laughs> do we know so, exactly what they are? No, but they're good. <laughs> so if you're grateful, something good will happen to you. <laughs> you know, it's a little confusing, but if you're grateful, good things tend to happen. That's a one sentence summary of mm-hmm. this study. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, on that note, it's good that we don't just conduct research one time on one thing in one instance. There's tons of research on gratitude and. Most of it points in that same direction of when you're grateful, good things happen. Your life satisfaction increases, you have less physical symptoms, all those good things. Yeah, so I'm excited to hear what your study has been and see if we can uh, get a more (laughs) narrow point on these benefits of gratitude. (laughs) Yeah, so mine is similar in the sense that they ran a bunch of different studies. This one contained four. It's called The Grateful Disposition, a Conceptual and Empirical Topography, published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology in 2002, published by Macaulay, Emmons, and Tseng. So Macaulay and Emmons coming back and adding Tseng along for the ride on this paper. So they wanted to know how gratitude is correlated with emotions, well-being, empathy, spirituality, and some other things. So what they did here is they basically recruited a bunch of participants and there wasn't any experimentation. They just gave them a bunch of measures. So they had them fill out how spiritual they are and how satisfied they are with their life. And they did some personality measures and different things like that. And they did a statistical technique called structural equation modeling. That's just a fancy way to look at correlations between measures like that. So they wanted to know how all these things correlated. And so they took 238 undergrad psychology students. They completed a bunch of measures, like I mentioned, life satisfaction, happiness, optimism, psychological symptoms, so things like depression and anxiety, empathy, spirituality, and then some personality measures. And then they also had them complete a measure of how grateful they are. So they had them do all these measures, and they ran some statistics on them. They found that disposition towards gratitude was correlated with positive emotions, well-being, pro-social traits, and spirituality. So like I said, they ran this four different times. They didn't really tweak much. They were just kind of looking for some different things with their statistical analyses. But everything they did spat out the same results. The more grateful people had more positive emotions. They were better off in just life satisfaction in general. They had more pro-social traits and they were more spiritual. So once again, these are just correlations. So they can't say that being grateful caused all these things. Maybe people who have great lives are grateful because they feel like they have more to be grateful for. And so they just tend to be more grateful. But We've seen from other studies, and we'll talk about some other things that other people have found. And like we've mentioned here, that gratitude interventions help people experience more happiness. Well, that didn't really help us find what gratitude (laughs) actually does, but we know it's still good. (laughs) Yeah. So the, I mean, we chose these two articles because they're pretty representative of what a lot of the articles out there say. A really common thing to do to look at gratitude is to divide up participants into two groups, have one of them be a control group, have one of them do a gratitude journal or something like that, and then see how they do on a bunch of measures of happiness and things like that. And every time the gratitude measure people have more life satisfaction, more happiness, things like that than the control group. So these are pretty basic, but all of the studies on gratitude are, it's pretty cut and dry. (laughs) Yeah, it is pretty consistent. Every gratitude paper I've ever read, they've always had positive outcomes. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's very rare that you find one that has no effect. Right. As well as if you look at pretty much every single self-help book, gratitude is mentioned somewhere (laughs) in that book. (laughs) Yep. So, I mean, self-help gurus out there, they know what's going on, but Mm -hmm. they're, they're just following the science too. Right. 
that kind of brings us to something else I wanted to talk about. You know how much I love The How of Happiness by Sonia Lubomirsky. Sonia, coming back. <laughs> and uh, she... She's the third host of this podcast. <laughs> she doesn't even pay us to talk about her. I know, we just do it for free. What are we doing? <laughs> but, so in her book, she has a chapter on gratitude. And she kind of summarizes the research on gratitude. And she breaks it down into eight ways that gratitude can bring you more happiness. And that kind of sounds like a flashy title, but... It's true. Flashy so. pop psychology titles work. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes there's there's merit. And this this one, there's definitely merit. So I'm just going to read through these eight things. Grateful thinking promotes the savoring of positive life experiences. So people who are grateful or people who intentionally think grateful thoughts. So these are people in studies who do gratitude journals and things like that. They also report savoring their positive life experiences more. Expressing gratitude bolsters self-worth, so people who express gratitude more have more self-worth. Gratitude helps people cope with stress and trauma, so people who experience stressful and traumatic events, when they express gratitude, it helps them cope with those. There is definitely an asterisk on this one. It's not just they ignore their stress and trauma, but in a holistic view of their life, as they're coping with this stress and trauma, they also express gratitude for the things they do have, not necessarily expressing gratitude for their stress or their trial or whatever. The expression of gratitude encourages moral behavior. That's something that McKay's study mentioned. Gratitude can help strengthen social bonds. So people who are gratitude tend to have better relationships. Expression of gratitude helps limit comparison to others. So this kind of goes back to the self-worth one. If you're expressing gratitude for the things you have, you tend to compare yourself less to others. Expressing gratitude can help diminish negative emotions. People who express gratitude are less anxious and depressed. And finally, gratitude can help limit hedonic adaptation. So if you remember, we've talked about hedonic adaptation a couple times. It's just this idea that as you get used to something, it affects you less. So whether that's a good or a bad thing, like you buy a new phone, at first you're like, oh sweet, I have a new phone, this is awesome. You're always holding it and trying to do things and arranging your apps how you want them. But after a couple of days, it's just a phone again. It doesn't give you that much value. And same thing with something hard in your life or something difficult. You go through something difficult and at first it's really, really stressful and really, really hard. But over time you tend to adapt to that. It doesn't have as big of a negative influence on your life as it does at first. So that is hedonic adaptation. And gratitude can help limit that in the sense that if you're grateful for the things you have, you tend to not get as used to them as if you aren't grateful for them. So you take less things for granted. Exactly. That's a really good way to summarize it. Thank you. For me, reading this research, I learned that it's important to take time to be grateful. And how much you do that depends on you. It also depends on your circumstances and what you want out of life. I think daily is a great thing to do. I mean, in the mm -hmm. first day they did daily and it was great. They did weekly. There are also benefits. Mm -hmm. But taking, you know, specific time to just list a few things that you're grateful for, it takes like 30 seconds. But if you do it, you know, you could probably see those benefits that come from being grateful. Yeah. That's one thing that I was like, gratitude needs to be a priority in our lives. Yeah. And kind of going along with that, however that looks for you, like whatever is going to be realistic for you is what we would recommend. In these gratitude articles, there's so many different interventions with so many different tweaks on them, whether it's daily or every other day or once a week or twice a day, whether they write it or tell someone or just think it. There's so many different ways to express gratitude. And so whatever is going to be realistic for you, whatever you're going to be able to consistently do, if that's at the end of the day, you write down something you're grateful for or three things or at the end of your week, maybe over the weekend, when you reflect on the week, you write it down. Or if you just have someone who you can share your gratitude with, whatever is going to work for you and whatever you're going to be able to do consistently is definitely the recommended path for this. One thing I also learned was 
that what we think about can really change our lives. So in the study that I read, the people chose to focus, or they were assigned to, I guess. <laughs> they were assigned to think about things they were grateful for. And then they were assigned to think about things that bothered them. Mm -hmm. And so as I thought about that, it was like, yeah, if you just tend to, or you have those like habits, those thinking patterns to mm -hmm. think about grateful things, then you're going to see those like benefits of gratitude multiply in your life as you do it every single day. Mm -hmm. But the opposite is also true. If you think about negative things all the time, then you're going to see those negative things affecting your life. So I just thought, I mean, I knew this, but it was reinforced, like what you focus on really does affect you. It, mm -hmm. like, it really does. It, what you think about, it changes you, it changes your body, it changes your mind, it changes your, your whole being. Mm -hmm. And so at, gratitude is a great thing to focus on because it results in positive outcomes. Yeah. And one thing to mention too, in your focus on gratitude and in your gratitude practice, you don't need to turn a blind eye to the hard things that are happening in your life. Taking a holistic view of your life by recognizing the things that are going well and the things that are not going well can help you have a more positive outlook when you think, even though I'm going through this really difficult thing or I have this stressor in my life or this challenge, I recognize that I'm not ignoring it. And I recognize that that's really difficult. And I have all these things to be grateful for. I still have this, this, this. I still can look forward to this. And taking that perspective can be really helpful and can help you, one, overcome the challenges you're going through and also be happier in whatever circumstance you're in. Totally. I 100% agree with that. I think that is a great thing to take away from listening to this episode. been listening to noggin the simple psychology podcast thank you for listening to our show we really appreciate it we have shared with you only a few articles of the thousands that have been published on this subject though we wish we could go more in depth we hope you've enjoyed our introduction and interpretation of this topic we don't claim to know everything but we have shared with you our takeaways from reading this research i'm mckay and i'm ben and we hope you have a great rest of your day